Welcome to the Daily Doctor's Kitchen with me, your host, Dr. Rupi. I'm a medical doctor, cookbook author, podcaster, and studying for a master's in nutritional medicine. The Daily Doctor's Kitchen is a series of bite-sized nuggets of information all to do with food, nutrition, healthy living to allow you to live your best life. Remember, you can listen to full-length episodes of the Doctor's Kitchen podcast wherever you listen to pods. And my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and vegetables per person, two servings per recipe, and all using one pan. Curries, stews, tray bakes, you name it, it's in the cookbook. My biggest challenge being vegan was just like the amount it would irritate my mum. Like, I'd go for dinner. Um, and I, that was basically almost made me give up just on the basis of I like, can't be bothered to deal with this chat with my mum ever again. Um, I might just eat a hunk of meat just to shut you up, but I didn't. Um, anyway, so, and then obviously the resounding I told you so afterwards was painful. Right, yeah, anyway, yeah. Um, I went I know, to... I know what that feels like as well. Yeah, so my mum, so yeah. So annoying. Um, so I went, I went to the dietitian, and she just said, um, take these supplements, right? Genuinely, she was just like, I'm going to prescribe you supplements. I'm going to prescribe you DHA, omega-3, uh, blueberry extract, and B vitamin complex. And I was like, why? I already take B12. It's the only supplement I took. Um, but as you know, if you're vegan, everyone tells you to take B12. And she was like, well, you know, yes, everyone gets told to take B12, but like, that's just like scratching the surface of the things you're depleting yourself of. And also, by the way, your brain is basically made of DHA and you basically haven't had any in ages. And I was like, well, no, vegans get loads of, you know, the whole vegans get loads of omega-3. And that's the first time she starts explaining ALA, EPA, DHA to me, which again means nothing to me then, but everything to me now. So a bit frustrated because I'm a little bit like, you know, again, talking about identity, you know, like vegans, you know, that is an identity. It's a very strong pull for a lot of it's people. A strong pull. Which I, yeah. It's a community. I entered it from the angle of, and this is, I think, super interesting about veganism. Veganism is like, you know, a lot of people choose it for political reasons, environmental reasons. That's why I picked it. Not nutritional reasons. I never said, no one ever told me that being vegan was healthy for me or was better for my health. So the lens I became a vegan at was environmental. I want to be a better person. I care about these things. It's millennial stuff. So I did that. And then the rabbit hole, the funnel you go in is like, these are all of the nutritional benefits and advantages because now I'm just viewing things from the vegan world and that funnel down into these are all the reasons why being vegan is healthier for you. And like everything in the world, as I've learned, some might be true, some might not be true. Literally apply that thinking to anything and everything ever. There is no absolute truth in everything. If there was, we would really know what is best for us, full stop. So, um, but quite far down the rabbit hole, enjoying the lifestyle, and she was just like, you know, if you think you get so much omega-3, why don't you tell me what you eat every day? And I just gave her like my usual, you know, some falafels and some hummus and some tofu, loads of vegetables and stuff. And she's like, right. And where's that big plate of algae that you've been eating then? And I'm like, well, I don't. And she's like, right, so you don't sit around eating seaweed all day. And I was like, no, but I had some flax seeds in my breakfast. And she was like, Oh, <laughs> so I, I want to meet there. this dietitian. I, know, I, was, I was just NHS dietitian. She was really uh, her name's Chloe. She was not very nice, but she was extremely sarcastic and exasperated with me. So I'm sitting there a little bit offended, obviously, mm. but also desperate. Right, I have not slept in so long, um, and I'm super anxious as well because, like, I always just think I'm not going to get it. It was all in your mind the whole time, just like a bit of a shell. Um, she. Um, she was just like, listen, just 
take these supplements. I'm going to prescribe them to you. You can't go to Boots or Holland and Barrett or any of the like high street places because they don't really give you what you need. You need high quality scientific dosages of these things. So don't skimp. This is exactly what you get. And you basically have to go to Whole Foods or Planet Organic to get it. Like you have to go somewhere like that or, you know, fancy. It's like, okay. So this was like, A, the first time I'd ever heard about cheap supplements versus expensive supplements. Uh A bit like when someone first explains wine to you. Yeah. And you're like, oh God, I'm never going to buy a five pound bottle of wine again and realize that cost me one penny. That's a very good analogy. It's the same thing. It's like, it's tax, it's quality. It's really interesting. So I never factored it in, especially as almost all supplements like 99% of them are marketed cheap on the high street so almost everyone buys them right so everyone's experience of buying supplements growing up and then ongoing is to buy cheap supplements and thinking that that is the normal price um and i guess just to further that thought just to be clear the reason is there is as i've learned there's a difference between the marketing amount that you can put in and make a claim and the scientific dosage no difference between the two in what you can claim. So if you put the right amount in according to science, you can't say any more than putting way less in. And the example that's easiest to share is Seven Seas, because it's like no one's going to be offended because yeah. I'm not like <laughs> slagging someone off. It's the biggest brand of omega-3s in the world. <laughs> yeah. But they're, they're omega-3, they're DHA omega-3, because this is what she told me to watch out for. Um, you buy it in Boots or Holland and Barra, it's 15 quid. And that's the number one bestseller on earth. You get 45 milligrams of, of um, omega-3 in there per day but the scientific minimum dosage is 250 so you have to take that product for six days in a row just to get one day's worth of what you'd be recommended to take but you don't see that as a consumer on the front they legally have to say it on the back so the interesting thing is when i share this on podcasts i'll say this to anyone they then go home and look at it yeah they're looking and they're like oh man <laughs> it's been there the whole time in tiny print I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Doctor's Kitchen. The Doctor's Kitchen podcast is where I discuss multiple topics around nutrition, medicine, and well-being with experts and researchers from around the globe. So do go check it out. And my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and veg per person, two servings per recipe, and all using one pan. Find me on social media at doctors underscore kitchen and sign up for recipes every week at thedoctorskitchen.com. I'm Dr. Rupi. Have a beautiful day.